Love Talk Radio. Well, this is absolutely amazing, friends. It's Love Talk Radio here on The K Factor, where I am your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, and The K Factor is where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And today, the kindest thing that I can do is bring to you my latest discovery, who is <laughs> How do you like that? Yeah, right. You're 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 my my latest discovery. How's that for an introduction? This mm-hmm. is Stephen E. Schmidt that I got introduced to, and I'm thinking to myself, no, actually, I didn't get introduced to. We discovered one another on Facebook. I don't even know how we intersected, other than by the grace of the heavens. That is synchronicity, and you know what? Isn't that really our topic today? Because you are, what I found was, I I was on Facebook, and I had this beautiful, I'm just looking at it, you do these beautiful 3D photography of the ocean, sunsets, right? Mm, I love sunsets. Yeah, and you're, and you're at a location that's right on the ocean in California, which, you know, here in the Midwest, we think maybe you guys have fallen off the end of the earth. And it is heaven on earth. And what you talk about, I cracked up because you were saying you have a big head. (laughs) (laughs) So who in the world are you, Stephen E. Schmidt? And I had a, a dream and a loud voice that write a book. 
And now some people wow. say that could be God, the universe, yeah. intuition. Well, it screamed in my head. Yeah. I popped up out of my uh, bed, and I thought somebody was playing a joke on me. Wow. I could hear the ocean coming in from Victoria Beach. Uh, I actually was kind of fearful because what was this? Right yeah, up right. I turn on all the lights, and I'm like, who's in this room? And uh, anyway, the next day, I you were mission, you were in the room. Mission of writing my first book, and I wrote my first book called Wake Up. Okay. And uh, and from there, like I said in the beginning, that Schmidt, she had perseverance. She never quit. I ended up selling over two million books worldwide. I was uh, grateful to work with some of the top people in the world. And going through that whole seminar business. Uh, to get where I'm at right now. Yeah. Because um, I've always loved to write. I always loved to classify. I love philosophy of life. Yeah. I, I just but I'll tell you right now, if you don't have your money situation uh, situated in this lifetime, you yeah. can have the biggest purpose in the yeah. world. Right. But your purpose is not going to go out. Right. You need to get to a point in your life where you can walk away from anybody. Yes. You don't need anybody. Yes. And you can walk away because you have your own prosperity, your own abundance, your own love, your own health, that you don't need anybody, which I have the synchronicity to track everybody in my life. I don't need anybody. Once yeah. you get to that point in your life where you can say, you know what, we just don't fit. See you later. Yeah. It doesn't matter who that person is. Right. That you can walk away. That's when you become your true power in this life. When I say you become illuminated in this life. I agree. Once you take action, action with being illuminated, Everything starts activating. So I'll hand it over back to you. You know what? I love that you said that. I was doing an interview with a guy earlier this year, actually, right before all the corona hit. And it's a young Asian guy in New York. I wanted him to look at my website and tell me what we could do differently. He did Gabrielle Bernstein's website, and it's very, very awesome. And we started talking about well-being, and he said to me, in this conversation, what do you think the absolute foundation of well-being is? And I said, well, a lot of people say exercise. A lot of people say diet. A lot of people say it's your spirituality. It's your money. (laughs) If you don't have your financial reality, okay, I mean, you can have too much money for yourself or you can be really depleted. It doesn't matter what the dollar amount is. What it does, but it's your attitude and what you're doing to attract it, use it smart, retain it, grow it. Because there are people who have got tremendous money, but they think they're broke. Yeah. Or they yeah, think they're trapped, it. right? You got it. The people that say money's not important, if you have your money situated, right. you're not going to do the things that you really love. You're going to be working for somebody. You're going right. to go to a job that you don't right. want to do. And again, you don't need to afford money. You don't need a billion dollars. You just need to get your money situated for your own life. Yes. And who cares? For me, I had to kind of go through that whole system. I had to get the beach houses, the 9 11, the Porsche. Right. You know what? Those are all great stuff. Right. But that's sometimes your ego trying to get that. But once you get your life situated, how much money do you really need to live that life that you want to be free, the life that you want to do and you love? It's just. Depending on who you are. Right. So the key is don't hoard it. It's right. not the most important thing. Right. Because if you have money without any kind of spirituality or self actualization, then you just have this money. Right. And again, just like, you know, anything, uh, uh, getting a degree, 
or making money, if we focus on it, we all can focus on anything. Right. We can do anything in this lifetime. Exactly. But for me, my way is balance. Yeah. You know, having a balanced lifestyle, how do you have love in your life? How do you love your people that are in your life? Right. Not just be a bunch of money and you don't have friends. Right, but right. How do you have it all together? And right. that's really the key is balance in this You know what? I love that you're talking about that because when you're talking about flow and you're talking about balance and, well, actually, you're talking about not hoarding and you're talking about balance, you're talking about flow. So when people mm-hmm. want to get the money and hang on to it and hang on to it tight, save it for a rainy day, there's drizzle every day. There's mm-hmm. moisture in the air. It's the interaction and the interplay with money, with our tangible reality, right? Yeah. And making yeah. sure we're sustaining and growing and enjoying and not hoarding. Hoarding yeah, is hoarding. a disease. You know, what there really is our knowledge out there, especially applying the knowledge. You know, today I was listening to some new knowledge, and, and, and this is some deep stuff. That's why that whole seminar business was fun for me, but it was always so friggin' simple. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, just, it's so simple. You have to learn. You have to go through something to learn it. Yeah. But I love true knowledge, knowledge that most people aren't talking about, or maybe they're afraid of it. Uh, that true knowledge, that, that knowledge gives you energy. How do you self-activate yourself? How do you self-actualize yourself? I mean, it's just really, and the key is not the knowledge, it's applying the knowledge to it, to taking that knowledge and owning it and becoming it and being it. You know, and that's what it really is. So many people are keep on trying to get more and more knowledge, right. but they're never really being that knowledge that yeah. they learn, right? Yeah, right, and exactly. Learn to be a distinction. Yeah. So. It's kind of like when I have corporate clients and they try to see into their organization or now to have a Zoom call with me. And their comment to me is, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm meeting up. I have meetings back to back. And what I always say is my very first request before we even go any further is if you don't have the space in between the meetings, when do you have time to actualize what it is you're doing in those meetings? Because you're not doing the work in the meetings, are you? I mean, are you getting everything done in the meeting? You're just talking and going through this rapid process. You're really hoarding conversation. Well, and, and beyond that, too, when somebody's too busy, guess what? You're off balance. If you're having a life together, you not be so busy because if you're too busy, you're trying to do everything. Right. right? The best thing is cooperation and collaboration. Right. right? Get right. other people, hire an assistant, do what you're good at. But once you get too busy, it's off balance. So when somebody's too busy, Oh, I always say that because I've been there. When you're too busy, you're running around, guess right. what? You're going to be all balanced and you're right. going to lose everything. Being balanced is the key. And that's why I love to meditate. I like going inward. <laughs> but meditation alone, if we meditate all, all the time, we're negating this life. You know, and, and once we meditate and, and get, get those thoughts in our head, we have yeah. to take it and put it out to the physical world. Exactly. And then Exactly. So, you know, what I've started doing is, and I'm at my best, if I can start my morning with meditations, using some of the devices that I have that are going to adjust my frequency, synchronize my mind and my heart, and then by the time I'm arising from the bed, I'm in, I'm in a dimension where I'm going to actualize what it is I put into motion. And then the world comes at me during the day, so that's fine. I'm going to practice intermittently what it is I need to do during the day. Wow. It's like eating lunch. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's, that's so true, too. And, you know, now I kind of look forward to things uh, that kind of push my buttons because it really doesn't happen much in my life. I am really living a life that I'm manifesting eagerness, abundance, joy, happiness. Uh, it's happening all the time. But sometimes you'll get something that hits you and you go, whoa, that's going to my energy. Right. And then I go, woohoo, guess what? I get to work on it. And I just want to share this because probably about, I don't know, four or five months ago. Yeah. Four or five months ago, that happened. Yeah. And something hit me and it kind of like disturbed me. I'm like, woo. And I felt like, this energy, so I stopped everything. I walked outside. I'm a, I'm a big component of grounding. So I took oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it was so cool because this happened. Like, instantly, I fell onto a tree, and I got back to that energy. I go, what made me feel that energy thing? I kind of feel like I got hit in the stomach. Yeah. The energy kind of got stuck away. Yeah. And then my mind instantly went back to about third grade, and I was in an office with the principal, and I got in a fight. Really? And my mom here, she's in the office. This is a true story. She's in the office. And the principal is yelling at me, yelling at me, and she's suspending me for three days. No way. And then I went to my mind and I said, you know what, little TV, it's okay. Take a three-day vacation every day. Fine. <laughs> I forgot my mom. She doesn't have me. I got the fight. Who cares? Really? Go, it's all okay. You're okay, little TV. I love you. And then I felt that energy come back in.
for happy people. They want to be happy. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, so, you know, that's the it's wrong information. It was wrong information right when you were born, even before you were born. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> During conversation. Do you want to hear something really interesting? When I work with yeah. couples, I ask the women, tell me about how conceivement of this child was. Mm. What was the circumstance? Because couples will come in, they'll be talking, you know, they don't come in. I'm doing a house call or a Zoom or something, and they're having problems, and they're having problems with their kids. Every single time. The conditions under which that child was conceived is crystal clear in the woman's mind. Crystal clear. And it's a complete influence. So when people say, oh, no, 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 we love all our kids the same. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. You were so ticked off at your husband or there was this agony in your heart or whatever it was. So, Stephen, I got to ask you. Because you are so fabulous in terms of your energy and your knowledge and your sharing of your experiences. But when people are listening to this, I'm going to bet you that they're going, yeah, I get it. I, it makes so much sense. It's intuitive. It's intellectual. I'm, I'm feeling it, you know. So, like, it's a, an easy, honest buy-in and acceptance. But then they're sitting there going, but how do I start it? How do I get in there? How do, if it's 2 plus 2 equals 4, how do I know where the equation is in there? How do I access it? What's my steps? It's again, my daughter, her name is Taylor Starmont, meaning purpose. She went to the Waldorf school. Okay. One thing the Waldorf schools taught, and I always love this more than anything, that all children, their brains develop. Some kids, man, they can play the piano, they can read at four years old, yeah. seven years old. Some don't read until seven or eight years old. Right. And one thing that when a kid is curious about something, it activates it. And so you have to want it. You have to be curious. I'm just like, uh, like even a, like a professional Michael Jordan basketball player. We all know that he played more basketball than anybody else. Uh, the, the hockey guy. Uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky. He, he, yeah. He, yeah. He played more than anybody. His ring was in the ball and he hit pucks into it. I have that in me that I'm curious about this. And it's easy. And I love it. And that's where you have to activate it. If you want change in your life, if you want anything in your life, you have to want it. You have to self-want it. Not, it doesn't matter. And that's where I'm out of the home trying to change people or trying to, hey, I got the answer. Come and listen to me. Yes, matter. right. I don't care if people change or not because I can't change them. But if they're ready to change and they want to hear the knowledge, that's when it happens. So they have to self-activate and have that curiosity to change them from within. That's, that's it. Bingo. I love it that yeah. you said that. And you know what's really interesting is that my whole practice with people has shifted just like five degrees. Because I was always wanting to get people to tap in and find their best. But yeah. now what I'm doing is is finding out if they're interested. Yeah, they're interested. And yeah. then saying, okay, well... Here's some tools. The very first tool is sit, get quiet, pause, and figure out what's in there, in your head, in your heart, that you want to know more about. Because everything you need to know is already in there. It's already there. Most people already know all the answers. You know, somebody, if you get a you know, boost 10 pounds or 50 pounds, you know the answer already. Right. You know, it's like 
exercise. You're not exercising. Or you need to right. eat better. You're not right. eating well. Right. So a lot of people know it, but they just don't have that that energy to really change it. Because once we want something in life, and maybe like a mom with her child, you know, right. if she had to protect her child, she's going to protect her child. She's going to do it no matter what. She's going to figure out how to do that. And that's the key that you have to know. But I want to get back one step further. Okay. I, I, I just thought. We talked about a little bit about my name change. Yeah, yeah. About, um, right. And about one belief changes everything. Yeah. I went through my whole life. When somebody asked me, um, hey, do you have a dad? And I said, no, my dad's not here. And they go, well, did you ever know your dad? And I said, no. When my mom was seven months pregnant with me, my dad died. And then they always came. They said, well, how did he die? And I said, he committed suicide. That was in my head. I went through all these years. Wow. in my head. Wow. One change of a belief changes everything. That was a whole lie. That wow. was a complete lie. It really? Only about, I think, four months ago. Yeah. I did, about one year ago, I did uh, a DNA test, right? Yeah. Uh, 23 of me. Okay. Uh, I did it. And I actually, I went over to Europe with my daughter. And we were going to go to Germany because my last name is Schmidt. Right? Yeah, right. Very yeah, right. And and uh, so I said, well, maybe I could be this 23 and me and find Schmitz over there. Yeah. And nobody talks about my dad because right. I don't know much about my dad. Right. And so I get in a 23 and me. I met some second cousins, third cousins, yeah. second big, right? But recently, about four months ago, I got a phone call and it was, I have two sisters, half sisters. Uh, one is, uh, yeah, anyway. Did you discover her through, to I, discover no, them through 23andMe? One of the sisters bought my dad and her sister 23andMe for like Christmas present, right? Really? And they found me, they found me because I was already in the system. I didn't find them because they weren't in the system. Oh my gosh. So I just recently met my father and he's a wonderful guy. He created toys all his life. And uh, and you know the frenzy. He, oh yeah. He created the frenzy. Oh my gosh. So he he created a wonderful guy. He just turned eighty. Uh, we had a party for him at Temecula, California. I and love this. Called the Zen House. Really. And uh, and it was so much fun. Anyway, uh, I'll send you over the video. Uh, please, it, please. Uh, he came down to Monarch Beach, the resort that I'm always at. Oh yeah. I have a video on that. Yeah. Anyway, one, I had this whole change in my life. So I've never been a Schmidt. I'm a Redford. <laughs> and now it's like I'm walking into this whole new life of having a dad, having a great dad. Yeah. And the dad of Schmidt. And it was my brother's and sister's dad, but he wasn't my dad. Okay. Uh, it was a whole story. And that, did he, did know, he take his life?
you're doing the same thing over and over, like I have a friend that he wants to change. He's telling me he wants to change. And I said, well, remember as a kid, you were walking, you watched like a movie, like a, and you had nightmares because it maybe was a horror movie, right? I said, the stuff you're studying right now is kind of like that. You're going to reactivate that horror movie all the time. So if you want change, you need to stop studying the same thing. Oh, yeah. Studying yeah, absolutely. And we agreed that we'd be on for 30 minutes, but I'm only going to oh, let you go if you promise to come back. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I would love it. And it's fun just talking. I've always uh, loved to quantify. And I, I think I got to a place in my life that, you know, now when I hear other people out there, maybe they have a big name. And uh, and I'm like, well, that's okay. But I don't agree with half of the stuff they're saying. And it's, again, self-activating yourself. Yeah. And, and for me, man, I was one of the guys in the past of running a lot of people's book shows. I did my book series, sold over 2 million books from Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Anthony Robbins, you name it, anybody from The Secret. I worked with all of them because I was smart enough to find a way to make those guys money. Wow. In that marketplace, right. if you learn to make them money, guess what? They're inviting you to their houses and your friends are one of them. They're never going to so let you go. They're never going to let you go. No, they will let you go if you're not making money anymore. Yeah, right. And, 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 and a lot of those type of people. Right. But but once you remove that and you start working with true self-actualized people that are here purposely on the planet to help change the planet in a better way. And that's that's what uh, I think I, I shared a little bit with Dr. Patrick Porter with Brain Tap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he and I are doing right now with the illuminated ones, the top people all over the world coming into one group. And we're all sharing all purposeful people all over the world called the illuminated ones. So it's very powerful. But yes, I would love to go on and talk a little bit more okay. and share more. That sounds great. So hang with me. I'm going to close out our show here, but I want you to stick around for a minute. Okay. So friends, I am thrilled to have had Stephen here today. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say <clears throat> ta for him and I. And as I typically do with my husband, I ask them a little bit. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin of the K Factor on Blog Talk Radio, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And tell me I wasn't like really groovy kind to you today by bringing you this gift of Stephen Schmidt Redford soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hang on a second. Okay, ta. All right, hang on. <laughs> 